This is the Tuesday, April 27th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. A wide variety of action. Got some first halves, team totals, full game spreads, baseball. We'll get to it all. And as promised, every day, in and out, in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined by Tyler Fulgham. Tyler, how are you, sir? Doing well this morning. Uh, had a nice hit last night, despite my best bet losing, but that uh, Braves winning the three-way market in the first inning, plus 2-45, was a lucrative bet last night. That was very, very solid there. You nailed the uh, bad pitching for the Cubs. I had uh, a horrendous play in the um, – Best bet. But hey, last time I was on the pod, I did a little bit of everything and uh, we, we, we swept the board. So uh, let's let's keep the good, positive vibes of the podcast. Uh, I'll start um, with this Warriors game. I, I got it at two and a half. I've got it at three. I've got it at three. And a half. It's on the move here. It's at five at Caesars William Hill. So I'm a little worried there. I do like the Warriors on the money line. So if you could play that like 180-ish uh, or better. I, I just Rick Carlisle, after last night's loss in Sacramento, didn't want to have any questions about who's playing, who's in and out. There's just – it's really tough. I think Luca might be out tonight. Um, I think it's when you can – when you have the money line and you can scalp it too, so a live bet and playback, I think it's worth taking a position on something like this. I think we're going to see a really strong performance from Golden State. Um, they uh, did not play well Sunday night. I think there was a little bit of a hangover off of Denver win, the big one on Friday night. So I think I, I think we get a, a strong Golden State performance, and I'm not sure about Dallas. They're running on fumes a little bit. You've already heard them complaining about the play-in tournament. Uh, I think they're hitting a bit of a wall here. So I think there's a lot of moving parts of guys in and out. I think this is the kind of thing where it's just, you know, 2021 NBA, you take a position on the money line. And I think that's the right play here. So I'll I'll go with the Warriors uh, money line. Yeah, I will add that I was initially going to kind of tout this game as well and play the under. But uh, about an hour before we recorded this podcast, it was sitting at 224 and a half. Then when we started recording the podcast, it dropped to 221 and a half and that kind of signifies what you were talking about maybe Luca being out but the reason I noticed that is the Golden State defense has been awesome over the last 10 games first in the NBA and defensive rating and Dallas's pace over the entire season uh, has been really slow and only New York and Miami are slower over the last 15 games so I'm going to fade off that because the total's dropping but I would say by now if you still think that one's going to go under by now because I think that line's going to continue to drop throughout the day I have since pivoted to the uh, Pacers Blazers game, Doug, and I'm going to play the Pacers team total over 118 and a half. I don't know if you realize this, but Indy is currently playing as the fastest paced team in the NBA. They're first in pace over the last 10 games, 105.05. Stretch that out to the last 15 games. It's a slower pace at 103.78, but they're still first in the NBA in pace over the last 15 games. They are just running up and down the court. I know DeMontis Sabonis is out, but I think that helps them play faster with Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert. Those numbers, by the way, over the last 10 games would lead the NBA in pace over the course of this season faster than the Washington Wizards. Then you look at Portland. They don't play crazy fast, but their defense is awful. They're 29th in the NBA in defensive rating this season. So we have a Pacers team that's going to play fast against an awful defense and still has enough weapons like Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon, who can get buckets uh, in this one. So I'll play over the team total for Indiana against the Blazers at 118.5. And if you like a player prop there as well, Malcolm Brogdon's point prop seems a little low at just 23.5 given those circumstances. All right, great minds think alike because I've been watching this Pacers team. I was on them against the Pistons. A little bit of a sweat job there. Uh, big second half against Orlando. You're right. They're going up and down. They're, they're kind of undersized right now. A lot of their bigs, right. as you mentioned, are out. No Sabonis. 
So the, hence the pace. I'm on the first half over because Portland defense is atrocious. And when Portland's on a little bit of a roll, they can obviously light it up. They did that with Memphis. They're coming off back-to-back home losses here. I'm a little uh, concerned, if you will, with the Blazers. I think Dane could be could be banged up still. Uh, he just doesn't look the same. But this game should be back and forth. I'm going to go first half over 123. Obviously, the game as well. Um, but I, I, think, uh, I think I'll play the first half just because games can slow down in the fourth. And uh, I had to sweat out some second-half stuff on the other night. But uh, anyways, let's just do over 123 for me there. Okay. I got a player prop as we pivot to now the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving. He has a double-double in each of his last three games. Plus 225 for him to get a fourth straight double-double. I'll buy that ticket. One of those double-doubles, by the way, was points and rebounds in this three-game stretch. But more than likely, we know from Kyrie, it's going to come with points and assists. We can pretty much cross points off the list. We know he's going to get 10 points there. Now, the 10 dimes is where... We have to have a little bit of luck, I guess. He's had 11 and 12 in the past two games. Kevin Durant is back, so that puts a better player, a better finisher on the floor to convert potential assists. And we know Kyrie with James Harden off the floor becomes the guy who occupies that role. His assist rate and his potential assists skyrocket when Harden's off the floor because he dominates the ball and helps create for others like KD and Joe Harris. He averages two assists more per 36 minutes with Harden off the floor. The Raptors are starting to get healthy again, especially on the perimeter with a guy like Kyle Lowry who's a good defensive player, but I think that may create more opportunity for Kyrie to drive and dish, drive and kick um, because of that defense there. So I'll go plus 225. I like that price. I like that potential value for Kyrie to get a double-double in a fourth straight game. Yeah, no, he was he did it on Sunday. I was thinking of you when I saw that double-double uh, because I know that's something you, we've discussed and you know, on the live show we did the uh, – the special edition of Daily Wager, that was something in the back of my mind. I'm going to round things out. Um, it wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't be a, a slate of picks if I didn't involve the Thunder or the Pistons. <laughs> I, I'm on the uh, fading this OKC team. Look, they're obviously just don't have the horses, and that, that showed yesterday where they're, they're down at one point by 30-plus against Philly. I think Boston coming off that loss on Sunday, another slow start. Brad Stevens talked about it. This team's starting to get healthy. It's just they didn't have the right – attitude or aggression, whatever you want to call it, against the Hornets team at home. Now they're back home. They get this Thunder team on back-to-back. It's mostly G League. Obviously, Luke Dort is a very good player. He missed yesterday. He's an NBA player. Poku is as well. Uh, they, again, they just don't have the horses. I'll split up a bet between Celtics at first quarter, first game. First quarter's line is minus four. First half line is six and a half. I like the half line a little better, so maybe if you want to chop it up if you're tailing. I don't know. I, I just think that you have to double up at halftime, but I like uh, splitting up a unit in that in that way. So that'll do it for my three plays, all in the association. I'm going to move to the uh, bigs for my final play. Red Sox-Mets game you'll see on ESPN, so make sure you tune in after you watch Daily Wager on ESPN2 at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm going to go over four and a half runs in the first five innings for this Red Sox-Mets matchup. Both pitchers have mediocre stuff and walk a lot of batters. So the starters, who probably only pitch five, maybe six innings. Their guys, David Peterson, who has an ERA north of six this year and has walked more than 10% of his batters dating back to the last two seasons. Garrett Richards, the same ERA north of six this season, and he's walking more than 10% of his batters over the last two seasons combined 2020 and 21. So you have two mediocre pitchers there. We know the Mets offense can be a little eh, 
But the Boston offense is good enough so far this season to get there on their own and score five runs. They're first in big league baseball in average slugging and OPS. They're third in majors in the majors, pardon me, in runs per game at 5.2. So we have two kind of gas can pitchers, one really good offense and one offense that's been bad so far this season, but has some name brand recognition that can get hot at any moment. So I'll go over four and a half runs in the first five between the Red Sox and the Mets on ESPN. All right, nice. So uh, you're a company man, Tyler, going with the um, <laughs> going with the game on ESPN. Uh, I will remind people that we have the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. We're going to have a, more props, player props, the next couple of days on daily wagers. So join us tonight, six Eastern, and then we go to early shows later in the week. And we have a five six day work week, I should say. Uh, Kentucky Derby is this Saturday, and we will have a show noon Eastern on Saturday. Uh, but we'll be doing the podcast every weekday, Monday through Friday. Posted around this time each day, in and out in less than ten minutes. So that's going to do it for us, Tyler. You'll have you have yourself a good day. I'll see you in the studio, and best of luck to everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs>